Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. My football team's got me drinking. My football team's got me drinking. Give me beer, whiskey, winter chip. Anything to shake this but I'm in. Back at it again with another shade of blue. We are the Blue Testament. My name is Cody Bradley. Thad Bell and Robert Russert are here. And we're joined by Jimmy of No Other Pod fame. And of course, a contributor to the Blue Testament. What's going on, Jimmy? What's up? How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Happy to have you here. It's been a minute, man. As always, it's great to be here. Love getting on here whenever I can and uh, happy, happy to be here today. Yeah, you're always a good addition, and it's my fault that I text you about 10 minutes before every <laughs> podcast. Like, hey, you want to join? Or <laughs> Now, this one was good. I got I got your message earlier. You're like, can you do it tonight or tomorrow? And I was like, yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. We got some departures to talk about, unfortunately. But before that, I guess we should briefly discuss the, uh, that the preseason has been delayed a bit. It's been a long wait. I, we didn't even get our full fix last year of the weird year of 2020 for the season. And uh, now we got to wait a little bit for preseason. It's kind of a bummer. I was looking forward to – it was supposed to be originally, what, next week where we got players uh, reporting into camp, and they're probably going to have to go through quarantine and whatnot. But I think it was mm-hmm. originally somewhere around, like, February 22nd or whatnot that they were saying they're going to report. And now it's delayed till I think, at least March 1st is what I saw. And I then they have we to should, we should be warming quarantine. up. We should be, it should be just like a few days away. Was, or was it March 1st is actually the start of training camp and they're reporting this week, like the week before. 
Well, so that's that's what was interesting. So like I think, in quarantine. Yeah, yeah I think right. what MLS, what I thought, I'm trying to find it. What I thought MLS said was report March 1st, start training March 8th. But it did say if players quarantine voluntarily up to a week before, they can start doing either right. the, 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 the health checks or passing the test and then start doing individual or maybe even small group training ahead of time, which, you know, and that voluntary, the voluntary there is, uh, yeah. is, is major quote unquote for Peter Vermees. He's doing right. air quotes real hard around <laughs> that voluntary part. That's, that's all I can think of too. <laughs> hey, there was a Johnny Russell sighting at target on my Facebook feed today. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right so johnny's here johnny's ready to go that's good to yeah, know that's exactly what it said it said he was ready to go it's a picture and everything and kenda just flew back like this last couple of days that was on his instagram polito's yeah. here he said that on instagram so the boys are ready they're all going to be quarantining and, and, and back as early as they possibly can there's no way that peter's not going to try to take advantage of every possible second he can Right. Well, Johnny's apparently not quarantining if he's hanging out at <laughs> Target, but well, sort of. He had his mask on at least. Yeah. Guys yes, gotta go did. grocery shopping, I guess. That's right. You, know, you gotta give him that. Yeah. Plus, he may have been here the whole time. I mean, he may have been here for quite a while. So he may it's he may not need to quarantine Good because point. of travel. Good point. He right. may have not even went home. Who knows? That's true. We know Polito yeah. was traveling because he's been at the Super Bowl and beaches in Mexico and all over so the all that you know that scarily sounds like remember the dp german dp years ago spent time on the beach not really uh getting ready for the season or mid-season the Lothar german Mateus. dp oh. Lothar Mateus. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hang out the beach. there you know <laughs> as hard as i've seen polito work out in his social media and when the little bit we got to see him in person i'm not extremely worried about him <laughs> being in shape for a season yeah same but so at least we have our we have, we have dates the countdown has begun we we know when it's all going to start so the only question remaining is is this what is this the team is this the sporting kansas city team we've got so let's talk about let's talk about felipe and his departure or i guess it is it even official yet is is gutierrez it's not officially announced by any team no but he is no. all but it, it looks it looks nearly confirmed he is gone and I, I know that news isn't necessarily that fresh but jimmy you wrote a, a pretty good article for the blue testament um you know I, I think a lot of people were just kind of sad to see such a quality player go and it seemed like he would be so vital but i think a lot of people were forgetting that they didn't play without him or they played without him most of last season and that actually is one area of the field that Sporting has, has quite a, you know quite a few players. There, there's some depth in the midfield there. Yeah, and, and look, like I said right off the top of this article, and in, in an effort to try to you know quell any potential backlash that I could get, is I love Felipe Gutierrez as a Sporting KC player. Why and... do you hate Felipe? You <laughs> want him gone. <laughs> and I, uh, I I did want him back, but if you look at it, it's sort of. You know, he, he's he's a much different player than Dom Dwyer, but I think about it back when Sporting KC traded away Dom Dwyer to Orlando City, a lot of the fan reaction was, oh my God, he was so good for Sporting KC. How could you do this? And, and Dom wasn't even coming off an injury. Well, you look back at that trade now, whatever it is, four years later, and you're like, Sporting KC got the better end of that business deal, making a million dollars in allocation money or whatever. Um, By a mile. 
Dom's not even with Orlando City anymore. He's a free agent. And I'm, I'm looking at this with, with Felipe, and I'm like, yeah, 2019, he was the team MVP. He was great. 2020, injuries. He's had some injuries before. He's like, what, 31 years old now maybe, mm-hmm. which isn't super old, but it's not super young. It's sort of at the back end of that prime window. And, and coming off a major knee injury, could he return to 2019 Felipe? It's very possible. Is it a guarantee? Not at all. And and when you start talking about a DP spot and around $1.7 million in salary, I can understand how Peter, we all know Peter is not one to let emotion get in the way of his decision-making, can look at this situation and go, okay, well, we, we probably are starting Gadi Kinda, who we just made his transfer permanent at the number 10 or, or the left center mid spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remy Walter or Ilya is probably going to be at that number six spot. They signed Roger back. That's the, the really the question mark is, is Roger the day in, day out number eight? But you have Gianluca Boos. Buzio who can Boos. play there. And if they want $10 million for Buzio from an Italian team or a European team, they're going to have to get him more minutes on the field. So I just, as much as it pained me to say, in the midfield, Felipe might have been the odd man out. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, if about odd man out, but at least – you know, we're not we're not left in the dark without him. Is is at least how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah, a healthy Felipe would definitely not be the odd man out. That'd be insane. Right. But <laughs> right, right. Is he healthy? Is the question. And is is right, the one point yeah. seven million dollars worth that gamble? And and I have to think. And this is what I try to remind people all the time. Peter and the technical staff know more than we do. They're not going into this decision with the, with the same limited amount of information that we know. I'm sure they have more information on Felipe's fitness level and medical status. And if they're trying to lower that salary or they're not comfortable that he's going to return to that 2019 form or he's not worth that money, it's kind of got to be a little bit of, you know, in Peter we trust and, and hope that he knows what he's doing. I think, yeah, I they, mean, think the they might. Go ahead, that. I was just saying, I think they might not know as much as what we want to give them credit for, but it's just that, that they don't know. And it's a risk. It was that risk with Madronda and he's never come back to form. Um, And with Felipe, we just don't know if he will ever come back to form. So why risk that money? If they, they might've gave him, they might've offered a contract that was very incentive laden with, because of that uncertainty. And he may have wanted more guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with going Going back to Ico Parra, even when it was a question of protocol as far as negotiating publicly or whatever, they've been much more hardball with negotiations in recent times. So mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Yeah. And you got to remember, Felipe only played essentially half of his three years here because he missed all of 2020. Mm-hmm. He missed half of 2018. Yeah. He played all of 2019. And he's he started 31 of the 32 games in 2019. And you got to remember 2019 was the worst season for sporting in a long time. So maybe he's not as good as what we all thought he was. I mean, I know it's not just, I'm not placing blame on one player in any way, shape or form, but he wasn't helping enough that the team was better. So we can, I'll, I'll take all the criticism in the uh, comments <laughs> from that one. Not Thad, <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> I'll let it pass here, Thad, but okay. <laughs> all right. So we've got some midfield depth. But where my worry comes in, and I think a lot of worry comes in for Sporting KC fans, is uh, the thin front line up top. We, we've seen goodbyes from Eric Hurtado. And... Oh, I thought you were talking about my hair for a minute, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thin is putting that is putting that generously for you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so yeah, we had <laughs> uh Hurtado said his goodbye, and uh, the Jer show is no more as well. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed his goodbye. It was uh, it was very heartfelt. Um, he snuck in uh, with a simple emoji that he uh, that his wife is pregnant. I thought that was funny. <laughs> that was my favorite part. It was one little, it's like it was an it was an emoji, and that was the entire part of it. <laughs> but you know, he he it was very very loving to KC. He said KC's is his home, and and you know, I I. As a lifelong Kansas City, and there's like nothing nicer you can say to a Kansas Cityan than something nice about KC. So I appreciated <laughs> that very much. But you know, I've been pretty vocal about my frustration <laughs> with with Gerso over the years, and I so I, I wouldn't have ever thought I would be, you know, too upset or too worried about his departure. But man, there is not a lot left on the on the front line right now. You sure you're not just upset about not ever getting to say your show again? <laughs> yeah, I do. I did. Is that it? <laughs> that was that was that, actually. Let's do that because when I'm when I think of him, <laughs> let, let's do that game really quick. When I think of Gerso, like from here on out, that will be what I think of. <laughs> the, the The good nickname being his best addition uh-huh. <laughs> to the team. He had, I mean, he had that one game. Was it against uh, Seattle? He whipped out a hat trick one time and it was like oh my god this is what he should be this is what he's capable of <laughs> yeah and that carried my faith in him for like for long enough but my god one of the most frustrating players for <laughs> I, i've ever seen in my soccer fandom and am i wrong or was one of those goals right footed even i don't know maybe i'm wrong anyway yeah no i think it was i think he did have a weak footed one in that game i don't know <laughs> he just you know he's one of those players where like you'd see flashes and he was so good on the ball until it came to that final pass or, or the final shot or whatnot. The he, last he was, touch. He was so creative and, and he, he'd spin around and occasionally nutmeg people. And you're like, okay, okay, okay. And then he'd sky it into the cauldron or something. And you're like, ah, Jerso, like you, you were so close. And what, when he was at his best for me over the last couple of years is when he'd come off the bench in like the 65th, 70th minute when everybody was tired and he could just use his blazing speed and he didn't have to whip in crosses from outside uh, the final third, right. but he could use his speed and, and just free up space for people. And then, you know, duck in a little uh, delayed pass to a trailing midfielder. And, and, and that's when he was good, but again, yeah, as a super sub and yeah. And I think right. that's where the, I think that's where the issue lied. He's the, the money for Peter exactly. was not worth, was not worth it for $600,000 for a super sub is a lot of money. I think a lot of people are also just looking and saying, oh, that means Shaoli. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. 
Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So so I, I had to play like, you know, the... Uh, the obstinate, obstinate, obstinate person for Felipe Gutierrez. I got to do it for Gerso now too. I don't know that uh, six hundred thousand is actually that much for a sub nowadays. I knew you were going to say that because I, of the I, way I, the salaries go up. And I just wonder if, and when we say that he, Peter may have not, he may have decided that he wasn't worth that. Peter did make a bona fide offer, which has to be the same amount or five to ten percent. I forget the exact number. That's fair higher so he was offered pretty much exactly at least exactly what he was making before so him deciding to not accept that may be that he wants to be more likely to start or maybe he was offered more by another team which the k-league is not that rich but if they're bringing him in as their star because that uh they weren't really a great team last year if i remember right the team that he went to so they may even be one that uh, actually they were they were uh, promoted from the second division in Korea, so they're looking to up their game and bring in better players. They brought in another Ford and then Gerso, so it may be that he, they're actually laying out some cash for him. Who knows? Well, I mean, so, another thing I think some people are forgetting is is you know he may have done that because we got the Beasler money too. His salary is no longer there. Uh, you've got. I'm sure Roger's getting paid less. So there's some salary movement, certainly that uh, money that can be shown around. So maybe that's part of the reason that Jersa was given that offer. And, and we don't know still like um, what the salaries will be on the new players, Remy Walter, or right. I'm going to call him Nim because there's no way I'm pronouncing his last two names. <laughs> I've, every time I read it, I'm like, I, I say it a different way and I look for the pronunciation guide that they normally put out on the website with the press release and they didn't have the phonetic spelling in there. And I'm like, yeah, the one, one guy that we for sure needed that help, the help on the pronunciation, it wasn't on there. I noticed that too. I always look right for that. I need it for your name, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the thing that I think is worth pointing out with Jerso though, if, if I, understand mls roster rules correctly which it's very likely i don't but which no one does <laughs> this this is not totally dissimilar from the situation that happened with Kyrie, where he left to go test his talents overseas but sporting kc retained his mls rights because we didn't get a transfer fee for him and we made that bona fide offer so he you know gerso said in his instagram post as, as cody mentioned kansas city is his home sporting kc is his club he met his wife here her family's from here if things don't work out in Korea, there's nothing saying that Gerso can't come back to Sporting KC in the same way Kyrie did. Oh yeah, I'm I I definitely got that impression as well. He left it out there a little bit for sure. Uh, I mean, I think you know who I I think it would be awesome to go live in South Korea for a year. Seems like a really cool country. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I've I've lived there for almost a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very nice. In in two month chunks, but it was still I, I would I actually messaged him and told him some stuff he should go try to eat. So. 
I'm also I'm also obsessed with North Korea. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm obsessed with that with that weird country. And like I'll, I'll re- I've read so many like books. I'll read anything that comes out about it. So I would be I'd be sneaking around. I'd be I'd be looking for a way to get in there and and bring back one of their little homeless children they have in that country. <laughs> so do we uh, do we have a question for the CIA agent that's now tapping our <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. Or we're gonna, <laughs> we're going to get hacked by North Korean Bitcoin hackers. So. Do you have a North Korean flag on the wall back there somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) That's why his lights off, so you can't see it hanging on the wall. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, so maybe maybe I shouldn't go to South Korea. I should probably just stay away from that. I'd get in trouble. (laughs) Hey, that's a childhood memory for me. I went went in my brother's room, and he had a Soviet Union flag up, and I was like, "What?" So yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Robert showing his showing his age here. (laughs) You haven't seen him since. (laughs) Yeah, he disappeared, never to be seen again. Uh, but I, so with the Gerso's departure obviously leaves a potential hole on the left wing and not that Gerso was a consistent starter last year, but if you look at who's left, okay. You know, Bob mentioned shallowy. It seems like the de facto starter on the left wing right now is, is Kyrie. And I think Kyrie does better on the right side. And I know Johnny is there and, and there was a little bit of a, a, a rotation on the right side between Kyrie and Johnny last year. And Kyrie's also sort of the de facto back up to Alan Polito right now because Wilson Harris probably isn't going to step right into that role. So yeah, that, that right there is what, you know, I think that's kind of the interesting discussion. Uh, Mike, Mike brought this up that, you know, for so for what three years now, at least we've heard, we've heard play the kids. We're, we're supposed to have all this, all this young talent and, and these good homegrown players that, that we have in the system. And now that it's, now that it's time for these for the kids to step up everyone seems like oh no now this team is terrible we have no we have no shot at winning games like the so yeah i mean i i guess you would still can you still even put Kyrie as the backup striker if he's the starting left winger i, I mean <laughs> i don't even know if that if that's even if you can even do that so i we're definitely as it stands now i get we'll talk a little bit more here in a second about you know potential replacements but Without without Hurtado, it I is Wilson Harris just the the backup s- striker? Is that is that where we're at? I would still say it's Shelton and then uh, Harris, yeah. because if uh, Polito was out, they'd probably start Shelton and they would start somebody else on the left wing. Right, somebody else. Who is the somebody else? Busio, Kenda, We're all on the same page. No disagreement there, which doesn't make for a good show. But yeah, I I agree. I think I think Busio would be my choice as well. Uh, But yeah, I mean, where it's weak, it's it's thin. That's why I said in that article, okay, Felipe's gone, and this and this didn't necessitate Felipe leaving to do this. But you got that money, you got the Beasler money off the books, as as Bob said. Um, Rogers probably had a reduced salary. You got a DP spot open. Um, maybe that becomes Keenan by the time the year starts, but they can they can move some things around with either him or, or Johnny Russell. You could take that money and go try to get a left wing who can be a consistent playmaker out there, and and that frees up Shelton to be a little bit more of a rotational player with Johnny on the right side or or backup Polito at, at the number nine. And I'd feel a little bit better if if we had someone else on that left wing position because right now it, it really just feels patchwork. Right, so even, even talking is, about Johnny being out there, you want to give him rest. He's not young right. anymore. You want to at least let him not start every fourth game, maybe. 
Yeah. Especially Kyrie, if it's going to be pretty congested this year. Kyrie might also not just be the de facto backup to Alan he Polito. Is. He's also the backup <laughs> to Johnny Russell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then you have other depth down there like Barber. Cisneros. Yeah. Maybe. Freeman. Yeah. It, but it's, it's not anything proven. No, right. not, none of it's proven at this point. Yeah, that's, yeah, and that's, that's why people, playing the kids is always risky. That's what people are looking at. If Polito goes down again, what do we got? But what about this aspect? Assuming Remy Martin is the answer in midfield to shore up our defense in the midfield, assuming Ismet Marin, however you say it, is the answer in the middle, our defense is going to be a lot stronger, thus a lot more able to go through and survive a Polito injury, you know, loss for a number of games. If that happens. Well, but it's yes. a, it's the, it's the problem is, you know, we obviously can't speak because we haven't seen them play, but it's still a question. And I think going into, oh, sure. of course and going yeah. into last season, it just felt like there were very little questions. It seemed like at every position, we were confident in that, that someone someone was in there that had experience, uh, you know, and it, it's just that's that's the difference at the moment. So, right, sure. Does anyone do, do you guys believe we will see a signing before soccer is played? Is there any reinforcements coming on this front line? I believe so. I think so. I have a wild, totally hypothetical slash little bit of conspiracy theory suggestion. Oh well, hold on. I you I'm did you hint at it say earlier? What I think you're gonna say <laughs> no. See, that's I, I was really happy earlier. You mentioned Dom Dwyer is a free agent, and I was like, oh god, no one, no one, no one go down this road. Let's Cody, just skip I, I right. I was to so... break it to you. We 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 talked about it on no other pod yesterday. <laughs> Did you? I was like, I almost the second you said it, I almost jumped in. Like, I will not have that kind of talk. On this. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean that he is he is a free agent, and another sign that Sporting KC won that trade by a mile. But you know, how about? One, I guess we could talk. I, not that that's that much better, but another another <laughs> free agent is, is Kai Kamara. I mean, is that if he if he is a, a you know, an, a seventy five minute replacement at some point every now and then? Is <laughs> that does he still have goals left in him in MLS? Is that is he worth it? I he don't think I'd left. make that move, but I'd rather have him than Dwyer. I'll tell you that he does seem. Thad, you're right. I, he does seem to me just like as much as I don't want it or like, you know, for with, when he was with other teams, I wanted to be like, Oh, come on. He's so old. He can't, he can't still play. He can't still score, but I, he's just one of those guys. Like I, I do believe that there would be some goals left in him. If he, if he came, especially if he came oh, yeah. here, this seemed to be the place that he, you know, had the least problems with, with that, like attitude and all that. So, uh, you know, I don't know that, if that conversation know, I will at least entertain. He, if, yeah. if I was handicapping it, I would say, there is about 0.01 chance of Dwyer coming back. <laughs> yeah, right. And I would say about 0.1 chance of Kai coming back. <laughs> okay. I'll bump all that right, up to maybe right. 1% chance, it's, okay? And it's, and it's a not because hypothetical. You, yeah, yeah, it's it's a hypothetical and it's it's we should actually post that on the site just to get some argument started. <laughs> right. Um, so does that mean you guys you so almost everyone here seemed fairly confident that a new signing will come here before the season starts does that mean you're expecting a, a an overseas player 
I, I don't know if it's going to, I mean, there's only so many players you can get from within the league now or, or within free agency. I mean, like, okay, if you want a left wing, like Jovan Jones is available, but is he, exactly. is, I was gonna say that. Is he a, a, a huge upgrade over what we have? Maybe, maybe not, probably not. Um, so, you know, but think about when we got Felipe. Felipe was, if I remember correctly, later in the off season mm-hmm. and he was on a free, he was out of contract. And look what he went to do in 2019, even if yeah. Thad hates him and thinks he's a terrible soccer player. <laughs> but it's, uh, I just, you know. His 2018 I, was good. His 2019, no. <laughs> um, I just, 12 goals and eight assists. I have okay. to believe. And, and there, were, there were rumors that SKC <laughs> was in the market for a winger earlier this offseason that just didn't work out. So mm-hmm. I have to believe they have their feelers out. But That's, then also yeah. knowing Peter, he's not going to rush something just to rush something. Nope. And then another another point here is looking at the at the rules here for this MLS season. The window there's two windows, but it's only closed. That the time in between is like a what month long. Yeah, I mean, I it's that seems really weird to me. So even if it's not necessarily before soccer starts here and and reinforcements don't come to play and and get time in in spring training then uh, then there is still plenty of time, I guess, to bring somebody else in. There and then is. another another avenue here we should talk about real quick at least is is the rumors. Nothing is confirmed from the league, but about this potential uh, under 22 incentives that are coming for MLS is you know changing some rules. It seems it's it's all kind of conjecture at this moment, but it seems like it's similar to a to a designated player rule in that someone a team could sign a player under the age of 22 or under the under the age of 23 and it not count against their salary cap now the not the details some of <laughs> yeah yeah we don't we don't really know any part of that the details are a little fuzzy cuz nothing's been confirmed but you know that that may be a potential route i it's I do think that something like that would still continue to benefit not necessarily the the richer clubs but the clubs on the coasts <laughs> like all these places that these young player that you know anyone from overseas is going to want to come to it's still just going to be way easier for you know even like Orlando not not that they have all the money in the world but it's going to be easier for Orlando to convince a hotshot 21 year old or 22 year old to go there than to come into the to the arctic tundra that is kansas city at the moment <laughs> or the arctic tundra that is texas right yeah i guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um i i i agree i mean I, so the, the what we seem to know because like cody you said the details are a little vague we don't exactly know how much they're going to make there's a little ambiguity there mm-hmm. but what what stamp sam stachel from the athletics said was there's no limit to acquisition costs. And and my understanding is those acquisition costs aren't going to count. This isn't a DP. So it's not like that has to be sort of split up over the life of the contract. So that's where I think you're right. It does Mm -hmm. benefit some of those clubs like Seattle or New York city or Miami where LAFC, where they can spend five, six, $7 million on a young player like a Diego Rossi and put him in this program and have it count significantly less against their salary cap, but they have the money to spend, and it's not as big of a deal if they miss on that player. 
Well, and I mean, in theory, shouldn't Sporting Kansas City have that money to spend? You know, if they're not paying Felipe, if they're not paying Gerso, then different, uh, different, different monies though. I know. I know. When you when you talk about who, um, like a lot of the players, a lot of people get this kind of little bit uh, misconstrued is like salary saved on Beasler. Majority of that is just coming straight from the from MLS, not from owners, right? So most of the time, that extra money coming for DPS comes from owners. And some of this extra money for transfer costs would come from the owners. And then just the regular mm-hmm. salary that was against the budget would come from MLS from that allocation of money. So my God, MLS is such a crazy experience. But I do think that if, uh, if you brought in like three of those guys and you hit on two of them and sold them on, if you missed on the third, it would be worth it. Right. You just can't miss on all three. Exactly. And that's what this seems to me like this is, is this is, you know, I think MLS saw, okay, players like like Reggie Cannon or Albert Elise or Miguel Almiron or whatnot, younger players who did well in MLS and were able to be sold off to other leagues, even Weston McKinney, even though he didn't play in MLS, he came up through the FC Dallas system, were able to be sold off to other leagues for a profit, play pretty well in most cases so far, and sort of elevate the reputation of MLS in the eyes of the rest of the world as even if this isn't your final destination, it's a league that can get you to where you want to go. And mm-hmm. that's what this seems like. MLS is finally embracing, you know, what was once considered taboo to be a selling league as it's okay to be a stop on the road to the premier league. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Oh yeah. There was a, there was definitely a time I always, you know, fought that school of thought there that, that the ML like MLS really didn't want to be a sell on league, but man, there are really good leagues around the world. Like leagues with a lot of talent in Europe that are proud to be a sell on league. They're proud to, you know, have Bayern Munich loan their players to them for a season. And, you know, so I, I don't think there's any, any shame. Like MLS is not going to snap their fingers and become one of the, you know, a top five league in the world. Like they were, you know, the eventual goal is, so that's that's a it's a stepping stone, and I and it, I it do is like a logical this idea. next step. It's a logical yeah. next step to take, and right. it's like you you realize that you're able to sell things, and now you're going to invest in a new product line, and that's all there it is. Go. Is you're you're just coming up with another way to sell stuff. And I think also it's MLS is recognizing, hey, economically, teams in South America, teams in Brazil, uh, are having difficulty we can fill that gap and get those players leaving those leagues to step up to us, which is a increase in their exposure as well. And then they can move on too. So I think they're recognizing that fact. Okay. So let's end, let's end really quick on this. Just, just a hypothetical question here. If this is the roster, can sporting Kansas city come close to what they've done in years past? Can they, can they quote unquote compete if this is it? What do you consider competing? No, this is a this is a sports show. We, you gotta have you're a talking head. You gotta have an opinion. That's that just seems like that seems like a question that they ask that you see on on a scroll of ESPN. Can Sporting KC compete? So this is where we gotta yell at each other. Yeah. Any team in the league can compete. <laughs> can they be a contender? Is a different question. Okay, but then but then that's the same thing. What what contender of what? A, a playoff contender? <laughs> Cody, Cody's doing his best uh, Skip Bayless right now. He's just getting mad and yelling. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Absolutely not. Absolutely I, not. <laughs> what I would say is, can this team fight for a playoff spot as constructed? 
probably, assuming injuries don't derail the season, is it a, a high seeded playoff spot in the West? Probably not. This is probably right. a fifth, sixth, seventh seed team is is my best guess. Right. I, I'd also say that it's dependent on you know a potential sale of Busio. I mean, if this is it, and then Busio is gone all of a sudden then the midfield depth goes down quite a bit. Then there's no depth on the left wing. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that would be, if he, if he's gone, they're gonna have to spend that money that they get like pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. And we're putting a lot of faith just in Isamat Mirin or however you say right. his name to, right. to, to be a rock in the back line. Nim. 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 Uh, Remy Walter to be able to step up and, and sort of take over or, or be the next evolution of Ilya um, and hoping that Polito stays healthy, Johnny can stay healthy, Roger stays healthy. I, I just there's a lot of things that have to hit just right for this team to be legitimate contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's going to be tough. It's there's a lot of teams though that will struggle if they have a main guy go out. I mean, LAFC last year, you know what they were eighth seed, I believe, um, and they were should have been one of the better teams, but they miss a player and boom, they're now they they way down the line. Um, it's, it could be that way for anybody. So can SKC is not, not greatly weaker than they were last year with who they've lost. We don't know if they're better because of the players. That's a valid point, Thad. Good job. Um, so (laughs) could they contend? Yes. Will they contend? That does have to, that remains to be seen. And they did not play some of the stronger teams in the West, because of the way the season ended up last year, but they also didn't play some of the weaker teams to pad their schedule, like LAFC and the galaxy. And uh, let's see, they did play Vancouver. They did play San Jose, but I think only once, maybe twice. So it, they didn't pad their schedule with like Seattle and Portland did by playing Vancouver 27 times and LA's 27 times. Slight exaggeration. True that. Bob, where are you standing? You feeling good about the squad or what? Uh, no, I totally agree with everything you guys are saying. Um, but also, let's not forget, if Plito goes down, you know, a lot of people say, okay, Russell can be the goal scorer, but he was in a big slump end of the season last year too. So we've got to get him back on a roll. Um, but no, if everything works out fine, everybody's healthy, everybody adjusts well, I think this can be a contending team. Maybe yeah, it's, even it's top of the West, a, possibly, but a the lot starting lineup, right. Yeah, the starting lineup is, is... – not far off from what it was last year to, to build off what Thad said. So it may even be better. Yeah. 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 We just, we don't know that yet. So we, we have to see how Nim is. We have to see how Remy is. Um, we just, we need to see who the extra rotations are. If, you know, like from last, from 2019 to 2020, a lot of the young players took a step up, which is why they got a lot more time. Busio, uh, Felipe Hernandez, Duke got some time. Um, we need to see who makes that next step up now. Um, you know, is Lindsay ready to be one of the better right backs in the league? Is, uh, you know, is Busio ready to take that step and, you know, be the guy, not just be a contributor, but be the guy and take over a team and be in charge? Yeah, see, okay. a lot of questions. There's just so many questions. And that's Let why we play the this... games. Yeah. Let yeah. me put it this way I'm going to throw this out there. I think this team may have the most raw talent that we've ever had on the on the roster. It's just like you said, that a lot of questions as whether it develops. We'll see. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe maybe by the time we do another pod, maybe that the theoretical signing, the mythical new signing on the front line will, will come. <laughs> 
But Jimmy, thank you very much for joining. Check out No Other Pod. I'm going to invite myself onto No Other Pod one of these times. Anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> any, all, any, any of you, seriously. Just let me know. And, and if we don't have another guest, which we haven't had a guest in a little bit, yeah, by all means. Yeah, a little cross-pod promotion. I'm down for that, for sure. But yeah, thanks for joining. Always a pleasure. Guys, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC and join us at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. And we'll talk to you soon. Go sporting! has just been sent off Some part of strong evolve Come stop my fun fun things Got me drinking My fun fun things Got me drinking My fun fun things Got me drinking Give me real whiskey Winter gin Anything to shake this foot I'm in My fun fun things Got me drinking Drinking